When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Now I don't feel so bad about my Cowboys losing yesterday. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas and Freddie coming together. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Didn't even take two minutes into the show for Messrs. Devin Kane, Samuel Pierce, Shannon Penn, our producer behind the screen, and saying, Harry, if your team loses... We gonna get you. It didn't even take two and a half minutes. And Harry Douglas, I hate when the Cowboys lose. It always hurts. But after what just happened, what I just heard, all of a sudden it's much more palatable after what happened to the Cowboys yesterday to the Cardinals. Freddie, it's true. My my mom and dad and my grandmothers, they they taught me some valuable lessons growing up. Right. And, and the one thing that they taught me that, you know, it's it's fitting for this situation <laughs> is misery loves company. <laughs> <laughs> Misery loves company. The Giants have been an embarrassment this year. So I knew Shannon and Devin uh-huh. was waiting for oh, my Falcons yeah. to lose. My Falcons, they went out there and stuck up the place on Sunday. I got to give a lot of credit to Detroit, man, no because uh, Jared Goff really orchestrating things for them. And they were the most physical team. But that clip we played leading in, <laughs> Sam Laporta, the, the play design by their offensive coordinator rolling left. Absolutely. So the Falcons defense thinking it's a naked bootleg. Mm. And then the tight end, instead of running the corner out, sticking his foot in the ground and going across the field on the post. Absolutely. Wide open. Unbelievable. I got to give a lot of credit to Detroit Lions. Y'all got me. You yeah. know what? Y'all got me. Yes. All, all four of our teams lost this weekend. Giants lost on Thursday. My Cowboys, Jets, and lost on Sunday. And your Falcons lost on Sunday. The show was mm. complete. We were part of The only one that won was Christine Lisi's team, the Buffalo Bills, yes. who beat the blood out of the Washington Commanders. <laughs> Other than that, the show was we, – we talked about last week, the Owen twos were the defeated. Freddie and Harry and crew were the defeated this whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Damn, and Shannon didn't even let us get 10 minutes nope. into the show. Listen, they I said, you know nope. what? Nope, we're not waiting on it. And I love seconds. it. I love that. I love I, that I told, from y'all. I, I love told it. Sam and Shannon, I said, I don't know how many opportunities I'll be able to do this, <laughs> so I'm going to take my shot. <laughs> you pulled the, tra- respect you pulled it, the Travis Kelsey, it. and this Falcons team was the Taylor Swift. That's exactly because what happened there. if the Giants played yesterday and they lost, at least I had the wiggle room for Thursday. That's I already true. took my, you know, on Friday. That's true. Yeah, complete pause. By the way, you can be a part of the Freddie and Harry Nation. Do that on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hit us up anytime you want. You can give us the business about the Falcons, the Jets, and also the Giants and Cowboys losing at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. By the ESPN Nation, it's presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. And speaking of the Cowboys... Ten minutes while Dak Prescott finished this sentence after his team lost to the Cardinals yesterday. Yeah, it, it sucks. It's humbling. Um, but to say it's a wake-up call, we, we knew we had a lot of adversity. We'll find out how he finished the rest of that sentence in ten minutes. But that's not the main thing. This is always the main thing. The main thing, 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 the main thing. The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Oh, look out now. I think the Dolphins just scored again. Set. You're not lying. <laughs> it's one thing to put up a 70-burger 
They put up a 70 burger in the Denver Broncos with lettuce, tomato, onions, mayonnaise, brioche, soda, and also a snack afterwards. There's There are beatdowns, but 70 points scored against somebody in an NFL game? Harry, I don't know how many worst defeats that you had in your life, but at least you can never say in your life whether you play basketball, chess, checkers, backgammon, tag. Harry does, I can guarantee, has never been on the business end. Oh, no. The wrong end of giving up a 70-point burger with lettuce, tomato, cheese, mayonnaise, onions, soda, snack, the whole thing that happened to the Broncos. That was an embarrassment by the Broncos yesterday. Well, at some point, especially if you're getting beat that bad, if you're the Denver Broncos, this pride thing has to kick in, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, now I got to start biting somebody. You know what I'm saying? We, whoever gets tackled. Who are you, Dan Campbell? So, somebody got to get bit. <laughs> because you putting up 70 on me. Somebody, something got to go down, Freddie. I don't know what it, what that something is, but something has to go down. Because you're being embarrassed. Right. And then you, these guys, they go out there, they play for the name on the front of the jersey, they play for the name on the back of the jersey. Man, you walk out, the, out into the game, if you're the Denver Broncos, and they had that little food. Yeah. Waiting for you. Don't nobody deserve no damn food. Not even <laughs> Sean Payton. Get on the bus, get to the airport, and get home. Don't nobody deserve food. But I say this. It all started with Tua Tungavaloa. And you talk about a young man that is locked in. Absolutely. From, from every capacity that you want to think about. And a lot of us laugh at Tyreek Hill. When he came over from the Kansas City Chiefs and he had an opportunity to train and work out with Tua, talk, talking about his accuracy and how, you know, just the level of quarterback that he thought Tua was because he's seen him every day. And a lot of people laugh about it. But what we're seeing right now is what Tyreek Hill spoke about. It's all true. Tua is that dude. Completed his first 17 passes, mm-hmm. but orchestrating this offense. And a lot of people have heard of the Daytona 500 well, they got the Miami 500. They got the Miami 500 down there with those pieces that they had. All those guys that can run at a high level. And you had, I think, six of the most fastest guys in the NFL this season right. have come from the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill three times. Davon A. Chain twice. Raheem Mostert once. And Jalen Waddle didn't even play in the football game, Freddie. They didn't need him. They might have scored 170. Think about that. If Jalen Waddle played, he might have scored 100. They would have hung 100 on them. If he played in that game yesterday. But for this Dolphins football team, and Freddie, I, I said it last year. Yes, you did. I said it before the season started. I said it during this season. If that run game ever gets locked in to where it's consistent, I don't know if anybody going to be able to stop this Miami Dolphins team from scoring. Because when you have two things that you have to defend and you have the speed on the field, then you have Mike McDaniel as the play caller slash head coach. Uh, drawing up shifts and motions and, you know, basically in his office, just finding new ways to have fun on the football field with these toys that he has. Yeah. These toys that I, that I consider a Maserati, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, a Bentley, a Rolls Royce, anything exotic car you want to name, that's what the Miami Dolphins have. By the way, you can weigh in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 and the Freddie and Harry Dr. Pepper call in line. Are the Dolphins right now the best team in the NFL? Let us know if you agree or disagree at 888-729-3776. This is how bad it was for a Denver Broncos team. Garrett Bowles sounded like a man that was just ready to quit football. He plays offensive line for the Broncos. He's been with this organization for seven years. As they say in the blues song, seven long years! He may not want to last seven years in a day after what happened yesterday. Huh. It's, uh... 
tired of losing, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been here for seven years, and all I've done is loss. When you get to that point where someone feels like they've taken your manhood away, because this is how great the Dolphins were. They scored 10 touchdowns in an NFL game. The New York Jets might not score 10 touchdowns the rest of the season. Ooh. That's how bad it's been for the Jets, how bad it was for Denver yesterday. It's, you get blown out. I get it. 70 points? And then the coach who had a chance to go for history for the most points scored in an NFL game said, wait, they've taken enough from us. We're not going to do that to them. When you got Garrett Bowles starting off 11 seconds of this with a curse and another curse and then more being defeated? <laughs> it's, uh... Hang in there, brother. Tired of losing, man. You can do it. Uh, Come on. I've been here for seven years and all I've done is loss. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. That's how bad it was for the Broncos Fred, yesterday. He's so tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> but, but I will say this, so Freddie. I remember when... Those Sean Payton uh, comments came out about Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah. Mm. It was me, Ryan Clark, and Stephen A. We were on first take that day. And when it was my opportunity to talk about it, to speak on it, the first thing I said, why are you worried about another man's football team? Shouldn't you be worried about your football team? Facts. That's the first thing that came out of my mouth on first take that day. So when I look at the Denver Broncos and a lot of people are saying Russell Wilson, well, Russell Wilson didn't give up 70 damn points. No, he didn't. That defense that everyone expected to be top five, top eight in the National Football League has been an embarrassment. And I'm looking at Sean Payton as the head coach. That's your job. Even though I know you're an offensive-minded guy, you're in control of everything. You oversee everything. So some changes need to be made. And if you don't make those changes and this continues, then what you said about Nathaniel Hackett and the Denver Broncos being – an embarrassment in the worst football team and coaching job that was done in 2022, you're going to be a part of that in 2023. So it's also a, a sense of worry about your, what you got in front of you. Right. Don't worry about everybody else's food. Do you still think the 40, we said last week the 49ers are the best team in the NFL? Yeah. I've kind of flipped that right now. And yeah, 70 points can sway a lot of thoughts. But just seeing the way I think they're only going to get better defense when it comes to Miami, it's still a razor-thin margin between them and the 49ers. But right now, after three weeks, I got the Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I still have I still have the San Francisco 49ers. And here's the chess piece for me. When you look at a guy like Mike McDaniel, he learned under Kyle Shanahan. He, he learned under Mike Shanahan. He was with the San Francisco 49ers as their run game coordinator uh, slash offensive coordinator. So I, I understand where he's getting all the things that he's doing in Miami from. Right. So – Who's better than to go against than a guy like Kyle Shanahan, in which we seen that matchup last year, and right. they got the best of that offense. Now, every year is different, and I think the way the Dolphins are playing right now mm-hmm. is, is solely better than what, what, what they played last year, and I do believe year two in this system. I also said this, Freddie, yeah. within that Shanahan offense, the second year in it mm-hmm. is when that thing really takes off. Oh, boy. I've seen it on numerous of occasions, and this is a testament to that statement being true, what this, we're seeing right now. This is how bad it was for the Denver Broncos. Somebody from their past who Charmaine nameless, Shannon Sharp, each and every Monday and Tuesday and first take 10, 8 to 12 noon Eastern time on ESPN. He, he didn't go ham. He went pig 
on his Uh-oh. former team. From top to bottom, you're not good enough. Whoever picked this talent, you're not good enough. The coaches, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. The talent on the field is not good enough. Mm-hmm. That's what that told me yesterday. The first time in NFL history, you got 300 yards passing, 350 yards passing, 350 yard rushing. A guy goes over 200 yards on 18 carries, 70 points with eight minutes to go. Now, hold on. Sean Payne came in here with his chest all out. That was the worst coaching exhibition I had ever seen. About Nathaniel Hackett last season. Yes. Yes. And you just got 70 dropped on your dome. A 50-piece and 20 extra flats at no charge. A 70 spot. You know that you're out of it when you can get Stephen A. Smith to go, mm-hmm. 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 And he not said, say a word. He said a fifty piece uh-huh. with twenty extra remember, all flats. Remember, remember this is the same guy last week, Shannon Sharp, that said Zach Wilson can play dead in a horror movie. Yeah. So we should not be surprised when he comes up with something that colorful. But where's the lie there? Well, because no, he's exactly there's no right. Lie. There's no lie. And Shannon is a guy that was a part of that organization for a long time. So he understands what excellence is supposed to look like. He understands from a coaching perspective what it's supposed to look like. He understands from a front office uh, position picking talent what it's supposed to look like. Right. See, he's been there and he's done it. He's been within that organization. Right. I watched Shannon Sharp growing up, so I, I know he understands what uh-huh. it's me. He don't have a gold jacket for no reason. Absolutely. He the reason why they, he has it. Yeah, they don't give out those just because you play in the National Football League. It's yeah. when you did something in the NFL. Harry still believes the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. I believe it's the Miami Dolphins. What say you at triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776. We want to hear from you on the Freddie and Harry Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-729-3776. Who is the best team in the NFL? I say it's the Dolphins right now. Harry Douglas says it is the San Francisco 49ers. By the way, Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance, or watch the Miami Dolphins score the Denver Broncos again. All you got to do is visit Progressive.com. You just knew when he threw that interception in the end zone what it was going to sound like with the Dallas Cowboys losing to the Arizona Cardinals. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Now, this was a collective failure by the Dallas Cowboys. But when you're Dak Prescott and you throw that pick, maybe, just maybe, the Dallas Cowboys should have paid attention to a certain former NFL wide receiver who played 10 years in the NFL for the Atlanta Falcons and the Tennessee Titans. The fighting Jerry Jones is in Dallas. You should have paid attention on Friday when Harry said about playing the Cardinals on Sunday. What I want to see is what I tell my son while he's at the dinner table. Don't play with your food. The Arizona Cardinals, (laughs) they are the food this weekend. I want to see you handle business like you handle business versus the New York Jets when they didn't have Aaron Rodgers. I want to see you handle business like I seen you on Sunday night football against the (laughs) New York hoping to be football giants at the moment. Savage. So don't play with your food. That's what I want to see. So now we got food all over the floor, all over the high chair, (laughs) all over the face, all over the chandelier. You have these things happen to you, and this is beyond Dak Prescott. You have these things happen to you when you have those kind of penalties that they had and blown assignments on defense and having a team that just literally, literally looked at you and said, yeah, we know you're good on defense, but you guys are lighting the behind, and we're going to push that behind all over the place. And you may mention us before we got started. It started on that first run RPO, run pass option, in which Joshua Dobbs faked it inside and ran down the left side for a 50-plus yard gain. And it did not slow down with the run game with the Cardinals handed the Cowboys their first defeat of 2023. Freddie, no lie. When I seen Joshua Dobbs take that football and run for an explosive play, I said to myself, "Uh uh-oh, 
Now, I thought the Cowboys were still going to, you know, do their thing, but I said mm-hmm. th- this is going to be a tough one today because it was something that I have not seen in 2023 when the, the Cowboys defense has been out on the football field versus, versus their opponent. But what happened to them this past Sunday was the Arizona Cardinals said, we don't care that everyone is crowning y'all. Jonathan Gannon said, everyone thinks we're trying to tank, yeah. but everyone in this organization believes that we have something special. And even though they're 0-2, this is a team that probably could be 3-0 and right now. Literally, they're you bad look for, at their, their bad second yep. half and the bad second half between the playing the Commanders and Giants. To your point of being a three and O team, yep. And then I, I just think from the standpoint of physicality of being punched in the mouth, that's what happened to Dallas. Now, a lot of people is going to harp on Dak Prescott about the interception that he threw. And Dak, you can't have the bad interceptions. And I think also moving forward, the the Cowboys have to be better in the red zone. Absolutely, that's but I'm not going to take. I'm not going to sit up here and say I'm going to harp on Dak Prescott for that play. When I just watched the Arizona Cardinals from an offensive perspective dominate the Cowboys' defense their entire game, that same defense that everyone was crowning last week and harping on as how many, who can block them and who can do this or who can do that, when we just watched the Arizona Cardinals did what they wanted to do against them? No, that defense had, I would say, 90% of what went on in that football game and the reason why the Dallas Cowboys couldn't bring home a victory. The one thing I will say about what you just said, and Dak Prescott, I thought, answered the question properly in terms of this game three, by the way, brings some perspective. Game three of a 17-game NFL season. He was asked the question, is it a wake-up call for his football team? And he responded. Yeah, it sucks. It's humbling. Um, but to say it's a wake-up call, we, we knew we had a lot of adversity. Um, and we just, just didn't get it done. And I think it just goes back to, to myself, the offense, and, and the red zone. So, I mean, we get better at there. We win this game. But uh, we've, we've got to fix that area, period. He said, no, it's not a wake-up call because we know what our deficiencies are. If anything, we know we have to be better when it comes to that deficiency offensively because they were running the rock pretty good, Dallas. Yeah, they were. With Tony Pollard and those guys. Yep. And until Dak threw that pick, he was more than efficient throwing the football. But you can't have all those penalties. And I go back to one specific penalty in the second half. They get a massive punt return from Turpin. He yep. takes that thing inside the 30-yard line in Arizona Cardinals, and that place was hot. Even though it was in Arizona, those Cowboys fans were loud after that. They had a holding penalty, and they had to start from inside the 20-yard line. When More than ever before in modern football, I don't care how great you are, one little thing like that can flip the flavor of the game. Cowboys going to get that touchdown. We're talking about the Cowboys team being 3-0. and you have those kind of penalties, margin for error more than ever before in modern football gets slimmer and slimmer and slimmer, no matter how great you are. Because, Freddie, it's, it's literally four to six plays, man, that determine the outcome of a football game. As many plays that are played throughout the entirety of that game, like it's only four to six that can determine the outcome. Right. That, that was one of them, in, in your opinion and also in mine, but the penalties, the self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. We can't keep harping on this when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. At some point, you have to be a disciplined football team and not have these self-inflicted wounds. Now, as far as Dak, here's what I would say about Dak Prescott, and here's the question that I have for the Dallas Cowboys moving forward. Okay. Does that defense have to play at an elite level Every week for the Cowboys to win, because looking at what I seen yesterday, is the offense going to be able to carry enough if that defense is looking like it looked yesterday? Because they have New England coming up, right? They mm-hmm. have the yeah. San Francisco 49ers coming up, two right. teams that we know can play defense going to, and, and try to punch them in the mouth, run in the football and be physical, right? So from an offensive standpoint, can this offense – 
and I want to don't want to say make up for what the defense isn't bringing, right. but if they have it, it's hard to play at an elite level every game. Well, you can't play an elite level any game. I don't care if you're offense, defense, yeah. special teams. I mean, for example, talk of the outstanding field goal kid, the Baltimore Ravens. He missed the field goal yesterday. No yep. one can play at an elite level each and every week. The NFL is too tough for that. But I will say this about Dallas Cowboys. The great teams always find a way to be consistent. Whatever they don't do well, it doesn't hurt them. Whatever they do do well, they punish you. You look at the Miami Dolphins. We know they do well. They can just run you out of a building because mm-hmm. their, their defense right now says, now we know what the Kansas City Chiefs have felt like all these years. Man, just give a 20, our quarterback's getting 34-35. The Cowboys' defense can't say, if we only give a 20, our guy can get 35. And on the same token, if you're Dak Prescott, you can't rely and say, our defense is going to play great like that. You've got to be better. Not just him, and I know they're missing two offensive starters. You're going to be compromised when you don't have Zach Martin at right guard who's going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and Tyler Biotis, who's an outstanding center for the Cowboys, and Tyron Smith didn't play. So you're missing three guys in your offensive line. They still had success running the football. They still had success at times in the second half protecting Dak Prescott. So even before that interception, that offense was rolling – between the 20s, if you're going to be a championship team, or talk about being a championship team, when you get in the red zone, it's got to be the dead zone for the defense. And too many times, it's been the dead zone for the Cowboys' offense in the first three games of the season. And I would say this, the eye-opening thing for the Dallas Cowboys is to never take your opponent lightly, no matter who you're playing. It's the National Football League for a reason. The worst team on a Sunday can beat the best team on a Sunday if that best team doesn't bring their A game and those guys aren't ready to play. To, to play. Always respect your opponent, no matter what the circumstances are. Well, Cowboys player talked about what Harry Douglas just said. You're going to hear from that. And then hear what another former NFL player had to say about was this on Dak Prescott that picked late for the Dallas Cowboys having their first loss of the season to the Arizona Cardinals? He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Also, keep those calls coming in at the Dr. Pepper call line. Who's the best team in the NFL right now at 888-729-3776. And we got a little reggae surprise for you next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Prescott looking, now he's throwing in the end zone, it's intercepted. 
Kazir White intercepted it on a pass to the post and takes a knee for a touchback. Obviously, we're disappointed you know, that we're leaving here uh, without a win. But this is part of the journey. It's part of the humbling component uh, of the National Football League. It sucks. It's humbling. But to say it's a wake-up call, we knew we had a lot of adversity, and we just didn't get it done. And I think it just goes back to myself, the offense, and the red zone. So, I mean, we get better at there, we win this game. It is Red Game Monday on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. So much to unpack with Ryan Clark. I'm glad we got him here as an ESPN NFL analyst to do such a thing. He's also the host of Inside the NFL, catching part of DC and RC, the great podcast, and hit him on Twitter at RealClark25. Apparently, there are not enough days and hours for Ryan Clark to do what he does during the football season and after the football season. Ryan Harry believes that the San Francisco 49ers are still the best team in the NFL. I believe it's the Miami Dolphins. Where do you land? Man, fuck that me. Hello? Can you hear me, guys? We got you, Ryan. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean... I think you look at it like San Francisco and both uh, Miami Dolphins can't make a claim to that. When you look at the Miami Dolphins and explosiveness in which they can play offense with, the way that we get Mike McDaniel creating space for his playmakers and for his speed to be able to excel. Like six of the top miles per hour in the league this year all come from the Miami Dolphins, and it's because they have an opportunity to get the top speed. Harry knows this. When you catch the ball in space or when you're surrounded by defenders, you never get an opportunity to truly accelerate. Mike McDaniel always gives his guys that sort of space. And then when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, it's sort of the opposite. They give their playmakers the space to be physical. Their playmakers the space to make people miss. Um, they're, they're very similar in what they're creating and what they're trying to do. They just have players that have different strengths, where the San Francisco 49ers is more about physicality. Uh, it's more about the understanding and, and knowing how to set people up based on leverage. And Miami Dolphins is like, hey, if you give me a crease, I can take this thing to the house. And so I think both are extremely impressive. You probably give the edge to San Francisco based on the way that they play defense right now. And, R.C., I, I want to tap into this for a little bit because you played the safety position at a very, very high level. We had an opportunity to play against each other. But Who when won you those s- battles, by the way? I want to know. Well, they beat us. I can't even, hey, I can't even remember, bro. <laughs> they beat us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they beat us. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> but But when you see Tua throwing the ball with anticipation and also – putting the football right in the space where those receivers can get those yak yards. How important is that from an offensive perspective when you're a defensive player seeing things like that happen? Well, before I answer that part of the question, Harry, let's think about this, though. Isn't this why Tua was drafted fifth overall, though? True. Yep. Because at Alabama, he had Jerry Judy, he had Henry Ruggs, he had Jalen Waddle. Uh, he had Devontae Smith, and he was able to give his playmakers opportunities to create yards after the catch, to have short catches or, or shorter routes, quicks, turn into huge plays. And so now what Chris Greer, the general manager of the Miami Dolphins, did is say, hey, oh, this is why he was great. This is why he was drafted. Let's surround him with those same sort of people. And then they found a head coach and a play caller, Mike McDaniel, that can allow him to do the exact same thing. When you watch Tua Tungabailoa, it's 
progression, it's one. If one's open, it's out of my hands right now. If one's not open, I'm going right to two, and I'm reading the defense to understand where two is always the right two in order to get it out of my hand. It may not even be the progression he's supposed to be in. And the reason that's all important is because when you have Tyreek Hill, when you have the Raheem Mostert, when you have Jalen Waddle, the, the Braxton Berrioses, these are guys who can create matchup problems after the catch as well. Tyreek Hill is not only fast as hell, bro, he's quick, right? He's sudden. <laughs> Same thing with Jalen Waddle. Same thing with Raheem Mostert. And now you add Devon the chain to that, and it's a, it's a four-by-one team. And it's a fast one, too. It's not like the Netherlands. It's Jamaica. <laughs> and so when you look at what they've been able to do and what Tua has been able to allow his playmakers to do based on the position he gets the football in, it is extremely difficult for defenders when you're trying to get angles to not only make plays on the football, but to make tackles. The fantastic Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst, also the host of Inside the NFL and syndicated stations all over the country. Hit him on Twitter at RealClark25, joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Now we got the opposite of that. Called the team in their same division called the New York Jets. And Ryan, I don't know what's funny to get up this morning. Mike Greenberg trying to not be as exasperated as he was trying to hold it in, or are you laughing at Mike Greenberg trying not to be as exasperated as he was trying to be with his Jets being one and two? I, I want to say the experiment has to end. That's the easy answer. But what is the real question regarding Zach Wilson, the Jets, and going forward, whether he's going to be the quarterback sooner than later in 2023? I mean, I, I, I don't think if you're the New York Jets, you believe you have a backup in Boyle who is a guy you actually want to play football. Um, I think the, the, the reason he is still on the team when you're talking about Zach Wilson is because if you're Joe Douglas, you drafted him second overall. And it's hard to say I'm wrong. You know, your, your hopes are that he gets to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for an entire season or two seasons and then maybe has an opportunity to play or an opportunity to compete for the championship. You saw this horror film last year. Mm-hmm. This is Scream 2. We know what happened in one, right? Screen two ain't no different. People get sliced up. The same exact horror story, and it's almost it's almost worse because almost worse because last year you went into it knowing you had Zach Wilson. This year you went into it hoping or knowing, thinking you had Aaron Rodgers, and you know expectations are the largest breeding ground for disappointment. How disappointed are you if you're Robert Sala? He couldn't even answer the question yep. with a straight face and honestly, honesty when asked about going forward with Zach Wilson. And so I believe there needs to be a meeting where Robert Sala goes in and says, Zach, this is who you are. Team, this is who we are. This is the only way we can win playing with Zach Wilson. Zach, you need to understand that. Team, you need to understand that. Now let's go forward as one and try to figure it out. And without that sort of meeting, without that sort of understanding, that sort of communication, I don't believe that this team can compete to be in the playoffs. And he's showing it time and time again when you play defense the way they did, only allowing 13 points and obviously the safety that he gives up, he and Makai Becton, you expect to be able to win that game. That team could not. Now I want to talk about the Cowboys. I know this is a team that a lot of people thought – you know, was the best team in the National Football League before this week, but their loss yesterday to the Cardinals, was it more about their defense getting out physical and not being able to stop the run or the offense not being able to score in the red zone? I think it was a little bit of both. You know, I think if the offense scores in the red zone, you obviously now have more points, you got a chance to win. I think if the defense stops the run a little better, you don't give up as many points and you have a chance to win. 
I think it was a combination of both of those things. And when you think of the combination of those things, those are things that have to be fixed. It's not like you get to go into next week and say, you know what, guys? Stopping the run won't even matter this week. You know what, guys? Scoring in the red zone isn't a big deal this week. Those things are always important. Those things are, those things are always a big deal. So it's time for some self-reflection if you're the Dallas Cowboys and say, who are we? Dak Prescott said, the media has built us up to be all of this, but we know who we are. Well, show us who that is, Dak Prescott. Show us who that is in the red zone. Show us who that is when you're playing against the run. Show us who that is when you're staying across, standing across the sidelines from Joshua Dobbs, and Joshua Dobbs is the better quarterback. I don't know about you, but when one guy's getting paid 40-plus million a year and the other guy just got the starting job after being traded during training camp, I would expect my guy to be better if he's the, the franchise quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, speaking of that gospel, Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. When it comes to the gospel of the Chicago Bears, if I gave Ryan Clark the keys to that kingdom, how would he clean house in Chicago? Well, the first thing is, uh, you know, I'm from the South, and I grew up Southern Baptist. I was taught that the gospel is the good news. Ain't no good news in Chicago. So, no you know what I mean? Like my my mama made sure we was in church on Sunday at eight thirty at a regular Baptist church in Greta, Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? So that's the first thing. Um, I think secondly, you have to start with the coaches. Um, Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, those guys aren't getting it done. And I think when you look at where Justin Fields is in his career, you have to seriously evaluate if he's the quarterback for this team. If he can be the franchise quarterback. Uh, he's obviously regressed from who he was last year. The thing he was doing well, he doesn't even do that anymore. He doesn't even look to do it. You don't call plays to allow him to do it, which is use his legs, be athletic. He can push the football down the field. They aren't doing that. I think you – I don't even know when you do it. You know, like I even tweeted. I was like, if you think your team is the worst team in the NFL and they're not the Bears, you're actually lying to yourself. And I said that after watching the Denver Broncos give up 70. <laughs> you know, I just think that, man, it's like, and maybe you guys can help me. Tell me one thing the Bears do well. Lose. Like, just one. Lose. Not put their guys in positions to be successful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> to lo- to so, lose. <laughs> hey, hey, they do all the wrong things right. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> hey, Ryan, always a pleasure, brother. Keep up the great work, man. Keep doing what you do, man. Right, we man. love it, as a matter of fact, okay? Appreciate y'all boys, man. Uh, we appreciate Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on Twitter, Real Clark 25 joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Hit us on Twitter anytime you want. Harry's handle at HDouglas83, my handle at Coleman ESPN. So both Harry and Ryan agree that the San Francisco 49 is right now the best team in the NFL. I think right now, after that 70-piece with the lettuce, tomato, onions, mayonnaise, and everything else in those fixings, Big with the Mexos. Denver Broncos, oh, whatever you want. What's the size sauce? Whatever it was. They got it all. That they put in the Broncos yesterday. I think it's the Dolphins at 3-0. What say you? Join us right now on the Dr. Pepper, Freddie, and Harry call in line at 888-729-3776. Who is the best team in the NFL? 888-729-3776. You get a chance to be heard on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The hunt for October continues on ESPN Radio. It's the final week of the regular season, and the three-team race for the American League West title continues. And two of them go head-to-head in Seattle when the Mariners welcome the Houston Astros. Coverage begins Wednesday at 9 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on your smart speaker. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Yeah, on a reggae Monday known as Freddie and Harry, you got Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's time to hear from you. Take over the airways, part of the Dr. Pepper calling line. Harry still believes the San Francisco 49ers right now the best team in the NFL. I believe that that 70-piece burger they put on Denver Broncos, that the Miami Dolphins are that team that's the best in the NFL right now. We want to hear from you at 888 888- Seven two nine three seven seven six. Dominic, welcome back to the program from Alabama. Big Don, what you got? What's up, man? How y'all doing? We're good, brother. How are you? Uh man, I'm a wounded bird today. But listen, we're not going to dwell on that. Uh, I got to give it to the seventy piece Miami Dolphins. Uh, what Tua has done and what he has been, I've always believed in him, man. He's been catching a lot of flack. For you know the injuries and this, that, and the third, and being an Auburn fan, hey, I seen it a mile away. And the best thing about that dub is that Sean Payton, you know, as a Falcons fan, I can't stand him. Sean Payton <laughs> finally is getting exposed for the fraud he's always been, y'all. Wow. He was the most highly sought after coach in the offseason. He talked all that bull jive, and guess what? He come out there and he coaching that team worse than the last coach did. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love Do- it. I love it. I Dominic. Love it. Dom, yeah. man, I, I got to say, man, I'm, I'm wounded with you, my brother. So you, you're not wounded alone. You, 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 you do yeah. right here, HD, man, I'm wounded with you, bro. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bounce back. Hey. We're playing London this weekend. We're going to bounce hey. back. Hey, listen, man, we're going to rise up as soon as we get out of QB purgatory, bro. I know you can't say it, but I'll be <laughs> wow. the one to say it first. Desmond Ritter can't throw a temper tantrum. <laughs> wow. He was wounded with a bite. Let's put it that way. He even got after your quarter Desmond Ritter, an FOS friend, friend of the show. He, he, didn't have the best, he didn't have his best game. Well, um, when, when there's you, a lot of, yeah, lot of when, opportunities he missed out there. When, when they showed that if you can't run and you're the Falcons, then – that a quarterback gets exposed just a little bit, and the Lions say, uh-uh, no B. John Robinson, no Alger, you guys are not running it on us. That is something that could be a learning situation with Desmond Ritter trying to bounce back from the loss going to London next week to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Roy, the truck driver, keeping this country going. Roy, who is the best team in the NFL, in your opinion, right now, and why? Hey, Freddie, good to hear you on days, man. You was on too late. I, you know, I got to drive all day. I couldn't be up with you to ask an all dog all night. Look, uh, and Harry, Look, system talked you out of coming to San Antonio. He don't know my schedule. Look, I drive Monday through Friday. I'm San Antonio on the weekend. I leave out on Monday. So you get your tail out of San Antonio. So look, San Francisco 
It's still strong, Freddie. Mm-hmm. I know right now Miami's showing you some good stuff. But, see, they got to be consistent. And I hope to God Tua don't get hurt no more because, man, he scared me. He scared me. And, and Freddie, uh, excuse me, Harry, Dallas sucks. Okay. <laughs> they are not going to get no better. I don't know what in the world is wrong with these doggone people. Are these people naive? Are they blind? Zach is not that good. I kept saying, I've been saying this for two years now, since they screwed up that play with San Francisco. He, he cannot handle the crutch time, y'all. Pay attention. Every time they get close to doing something, what does Dak do? Dak messes it up every time. I'm telling y'all, they pay him too much. Take some of that money away, sit his tail down, and make him think about what he's doing because he don't even deserve $40 million. I'm sorry. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. He's not that good. <laughs> wow. And, and, I, and I would say this because, uh-huh. Freddie – All this summer, man, and even recently, I've been running into a ton of Cowboy fans, right? Mm -hmm. And they feel the need. I guess I'm their safe space because they they, (laughs) they vent to me about it. Whether it's in a pool while I'm on vacation, when I'm in the workout room on vacation with my wife and we try to get the workout. They seem to confide in me, right? Right. and And all of them say the same thing about Dak Prescott. Man, I wish we can get another quarterback. He's not the dude. The thing is uh, uh, about all this that people are saying, quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Absolutely. I love when people say, we need another quarterback. Well, who can you get? Well, can you get so-and-so? Well, that team's probably signed to like a five-year, $190 million extension. The guy that you really want, if you're a Cowboys fan, is not going to be let loose by their football team. This is who we have as a Cowboys team, as a Cowboys fan, when it comes to Dak Prescott. I'm not going to say that Roy was lying because he has definitely been short in big moments Yes, when it comes to Dak Prescott. Even he knows he's got to be better, especially playing for a desperate organization that he's playing for and a desperate owner like Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys. Phil in Nebraska, who's the best team in the NFL? Let us know right now on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Yeah, the caveat is right now. Yep. Um, boy, I, I, I think you're, you're both right, and it's debatable between Miami and San Francisco. I wouldn't sleep on Kansas City, Philadelphia, or Buffalo, though. Again, three games into a long season, and as the previous gentleman just mentioned, look at Tua's history, and he's one play away from that happening. So I I still like Kansas City in the AFC, and I still like Philadelphia in the NFC. I also agree that Dak Prescott is, boy, I hate to say this, He's at his best when he's a game manager and does run a little bit, as Rex Ryan suggested this morning, and rely on that defense. And the other gentleman on your program who said they overlooked Arizona 100% right. But again, look what Mahomes did despite what was a slight injury. Mm -hmm. Look what Philadelphia is doing. And boy, oh boy, don't sleep on Buffalo. Well, Buffalo's been really good defensively. First yeah. three weeks. They're a bad quarterback play away from being 3-0. and Comes to the Buffalo Bills. Or as we call them, the fighting Christine Lisi's because <laughs> our sports are anchored. That's a football team. She's the only one of the group this week that was not part of the defeated when it comes to their football teams. By the way, speaking of defeated, wait until you hear how Robert Sala answered the question about Zach Wilson being still the quarterback of the Jets. That's next on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80.
You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 